Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I am a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. That was the worst Thanksgiving on record. Nature's deadliest organisms. No one wants to be this kind of holiday host. They hijack our bodies. Oh my God, is that inside me right now? Disable our immune systems. That Christmas, she had tons of wires and tubes hooked up to her. And eat us from within. We didn't know if Lillian was going to come back to us. This holiday season. I wasn't anticipating celebrating anything ever. It was, it was tough. They are the monsters inside me. Sandra and Neil Salerno live in Houston, Texas. Neil, he's a pretty serious guy. He's a hard worker, whereas I'm more laid back. Sandra is everything you dream about, beautiful on the inside and on the outside. Neil is an executive at an oil company. Sandra is a financial analyst, and they have a two-year-old daughter named Vivian. She has a great sense of humor, which I hope she got from me, and <laughs> she's a fun little girl. My hopes for the family is just to be really close-knit and, and happy. It's the Christmas holidays, and Sandra is eight months pregnant with the couple's second child. That Christmas, we had a lot of family in town. It was a really joyous day. That night, around 3 a.m., I woke up, and I felt a lot of water in the bed. I woke my husband up and I said, I think that my water broke. I said, oh no, this is four weeks early, but not a big deal. Neil rushes Sandra to the hospital where doctors perform a C-section. The C-section went very smoothly. About 30 minutes later, we had our daughter. She had beautiful blue eyes and she had a blonde head of hair. 
We named her Lillian Grace Salerno. It was a really happy day. <laughs> After a few days, Sandra and Neil take Lillian home. Two months later, Sandra takes Lillian in for a checkup. The doctor saw that her weight was developing appropriately. She had a good height. But then the doctor measured her head circumference and said that Lillian's head size was measuring much smaller than it should be, even accounting for her prematurity. My pediatrician wasn't overly worried, so I didn't overreact to that news. Sandra takes Lillian home. Over the next four months, Sandra and Neil keep a close eye on their daughter's development. When Lillian was around six months of age, we were in the living room playing with toys. When I held the toy in front of her left hand, she did nothing to reach for it. However, when I held the same toy in front of her right side, she wanted to play and engage with it. That really struck me as odd. As a mother, my instinct was that something was wrong with my daughter. But everything else was normal, so I didn't think anything of it. Then one night, Sandra is getting Lillian ready for bed. I had just finished giving her her evening bath. I noticed she started jerking her left arm. And she appeared to be staring blankly. I was wondering if maybe what I saw was a seizure. Seizures occur as a result of abnormal electrical activity in the brain. My fears are now heightened even more. Sandra and Neil take Lillian to a neurologist who performs a brain scan. She pulled up on the computer the MRI results. He instantly knew there was something wrong. The left side of her brain was developed completely normal. But the right side of her brain was very small and malformed. Malformations in the brain can be caused by a range of different factors, including a lack of oxygen to the fetus during pregnancy or chromosomal abnormalities. In Lillian's case, the cause is a mystery. We were both in shock. You didn't need to be a neurologist to see that that's not good. Doctors put Lillian on anti-seizure medication and refer her to one of the region's top neurologists, Dr. Gail Harrison. When I first met Lillian and her family, they were on a diagnostic odyssey to try and determine what was causing Lillian's condition. Dr. Harrison tracks down some routine blood samples which had been taken at Lillian's birth and runs tests on them. A week later, the results of the blood tests come in. I brought them in and I told them that Lillian had cytomegalovirus. I had never in my life heard of cytomegalovirus. Cytomegalovirus is often called CMV. Inside Lillian's body, the cytomegalovirus is infecting the right side of her brain. There, the virus invades the brain cells. Inside each one, they turn the cell into a viral factory, multiplying so quickly they cause the cell to burst. As the viral infection spreads across her brain, it leads to her shrunken head size, neurological dysfunction on her left side, and seizures. 
When you receive news like that, I mean, you're, you're devastated. There was this 11 months where this virus was just free to just go crazy in her. Usually, cytomegalovirus causes no symptoms. But in cases with young babies whose immune systems are still developing, cytomegalovirus can spread unchecked. This infection can lead to deafness, blindness, and other disabilities. In extreme cases, it's fatal. It was potentially life-threatening. That's when the shock kind of hits you. All the dreams that we had for our daughter, could she achieve any of those things? All doctors can do is keep Lillian on anti-seizure medication and put her on antivirals to prevent her symptoms from worsening. For several months, the Salernos wait for a sign that the medication is working. Then, just as the holidays are approaching, something happens that changes everything. Christmas rolled around, and it also happened to be right around Lillian's first birthday. On Christmas Day, we were cleaning up from unwrapping all the gifts. I noticed that Lillian was kind of staring through me. I thought, she's having a seizure at that moment. She started jerking, and so I reached out my arm to see if I could maybe stop the motion and I was unable to stop what she was doing. I felt very depressed. I felt like nothing would control these seizures. Medicine's not working. What happens now? Cytomegalovirus is infecting Lillian Salerno's brain and leading to life-threatening seizures. Neurologist Dr. Gail Harrison scrambles to save her life before it's too late. Lillian was admitted for very careful observation. And we found that Lillian was having literally hundreds of seizures a day. Having so many seizures a day could potentially kill Lillian. For me, there was no option of losing my daughter. So Dr. Harrison makes a drastic recommendation. I said we could get rid of the part of her brain that was not working for her. We could literally scoop it out. The surgery was being done to potentially save her life, but it's also possible the surgery could cost her her life. When you hear that, your jaw drops. How do you make that decision? I knew that it would be risky, but it was the only hope that we had for her. Doctors take Lillian into the OR and begin the delicate procedure. We sat in a private waiting room area, and we did a lot of praying that day. Now we wait. For six hours, the surgeons cut into Lillian's brain and remove the entire right hemisphere. And then the surgeon came in the room and he told us that everything went well. And, um, and so we all gave him a standing ovation and we were cheering for him. 
And then he said, you can go back to the ICU and see her. She had tons of wires and tubes hooked up to her. Oh, poor little girl. Unsure if she'll ever recover, doctors keep Lillian in the ICU for 10 days. Then Sandra spots a glimmer of hope. My older daughter, Vivian, was in the hospital visiting. They had a little mat, and Vivian started showing Lillian how to crawl. Get on your knees and get on your feet. Lillian crawled across the floor of the hospital room. Yay! We all celebrated and we cheered for her. And I don't know how, how hygienic that is or anything, but I didn't care. <laughs> They knew that by having a surgeon take out half their baby's brain, they knew that they'd done the right thing. I'm sorry. Cytomegalovirus is generally transmitted through direct contact with body fluids, such as urine, saliva, blood, or even breast milk. However, if a pregnant woman contracts cytomegalovirus, it transfers to the child in utero through the placenta. Because their immune systems are only partially developed, unborn fetuses are at the highest risk of developing infections of the brain. Early in my second trimester, I had an upper respiratory type of infection. I never thought the virus or the illness that I was fighting would have such detrimental consequences for my baby. Three weeks later, doctors discharged Lillian. But without the right side of her brain, the cytomegalovirus has made a serious impact. Lillian is left with a left side weakness. I love you. And the left half of each eye is completely black for her, and that's a permanent outcome of the surgery. But today, Lillian is a thriving three-year-old. She'll always have some challenges, but at the same time, we're very fortunate in the fact that she is happy-go-lucky and healthy. Since surgery, Lillian's starting to use sentences to tell us how she's feeling. Lillian is the best Christmas baby ever, and our Christmas will never be the same again. She's actually my hero. <laughs> Cytomegalovirus is the most common congenital infection in the United States. Each year, more than 5,000 children suffer permanent disabilities caused by this virus. Because young children are more likely to shed cytomegalovirus in their saliva and urine, the CDC advises pregnant women to wash their hands after coming into contact with the child's body fluids. I always celebrate Hanukkah, but I wasn't anticipating celebrating anything ever. She could die. I cannot lose her. Jenny Taylor is a single woman living in Columbia, South Carolina. My family is further away, so friends are very prominent in my life. 
She is passionate about her work as a spokesperson for an energy company. You're the face of the company. You really need to be on your top game at all times. And so it can get a little demanding. And to get away from it all, she enjoys outdoor adventuring. The things that are important to me are exploring, seeing something new, seeing something different. Joining her on these travels is her best friend, Jen Ittenbach. Jenny is the kind of person that you can call in the morning <laughs> for a trip, and she'd say, sure, where are we going? What should I pack? I can't imagine my life without her. Jen is my fun travel buddy. Even if we're going two miles down the road, we're going to have an adventure. Jenny's religion also keeps her centered. I'm very proud of my Judaism. I'm very active and love the outdoors, and some parts of Judaism just appreciate trees, appreciate nature, appreciate life. It's early spring, and Jenny is hard at work. I'm very passionate about my job, and I work really hard, and it's a very stressful job sometimes. One day I was at my office just typing, and all of a sudden my heart started fluttering. I had held my hand right here. I could have felt my heart beat out and then catch back up, almost like it was going to come out of my chest, and it took my breath away. And I thought, well, maybe I was thinking about something stressful, and I just had, like, a little anxiety. I wanted to push it out of my head and think, it's nothing, I'll be fine, because I really didn't want it to get in the way of my life. For the next couple of months, Jenny tries to keep a lid on her anxiety by exercising. One day I was running, and I started developing this discomfort right below my rib cage. It wasn't like a sharp pain. It wasn't a shooting pain. It's like something just doesn't feel right in my abdomen. Something's shuffling wrong. And I had to cup my stomach to make it feel better. Jenny stops her run to go home and take some ibuprofen. For two more months, Jenny manages her intermittent heart flutters and abdominal pain with over-the-counter medication. One day, as fall begins, Jenny is in her office... I was at work, and as I went to shut the door, I felt like I was going to pass out. And I kind of start to panic a little bit. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be in here by myself blacking out. And I realize I'm not able to see right now. The white spots come and it gets dark. I laid down and I was able to stop myself from out. But suddenly, another problem emerges. At this point, I know I'm going to throw up. I'm crawling just so I can make it to the trash can. And I just start throwing up. And it's like my insides are coming out. Jenny struggles to get a co-worker's help. I took the phone off the hook and dialed her number on speakerphone and said, I'm sick, something's wrong, I don't know what's going on with me. And she came rushing in there. She's like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not okay. And she'd never heard me say that. Her co-workers call 911 and paramedics arrive on the scene. They said, we're going to have to take you. And we're going to have to take you in the stretcher. I remember thinking, I am not getting taken out of my office in a stretcher. But I really was at a point where, for once, I, I wasn't in control. After collapsing at work, public relations executive Jenny Taylor is rushed to the ER. They did a bunch of tests. And the doctor said to me, when he was taking my heartbeat, he said... We can hear something a little funny. Doctors run a full-body MRI 
The scans reveal something unusual, not with her heart, but in her abdomen. The doctor said to me, there's some kind of mass inside of your spleen. The spleen is an organ that filters blood. Though it's not vital, it aids the body's immune system. I was kind of baffled. There's a mass in my spleen? Like, what do you mean? A mass can be a benign growth, a sign of infection, or cancer. Said, oh, okay. And it kind of sunk in then. I realized for the first time that I could die. For Jenny, there is one person she must call. She called me pretty much as soon as she could, and I could just tell instantly that there was something wrong with her. And I said, Jen, I think it might be cancer. And I just start bawling. I had been with her through breakups and craziness at work, and I had never heard her cry before. I cannot lose her. Like, I cannot imagine my life without Jenny Taylor. For the next few months, Jenny is in and out of numerous hospitals. And as the holidays approach, Jen takes Jenny to Dr. Stephen Minter. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. 
So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. I was working through the CAT scans that were done and the shape of the mass in her spleen was unusual. This was a perfectly round mass in the spleen. Because of this unusual characteristic, Dr. Minter rules out cancer. It's scary, because no one knows what it is, meaning no one can solve it. I don't know when my next day will be my last day at this point. Dr. Minter takes additional blood samples in order to run very specialized tests. Meanwhile, Jenny goes home, and the next day she and Jen try to prepare for the holidays. I always celebrate Hanukkah. I'll have a Hanukkah party or have people over for Hanukkah and, and teach them what it is. But I realized that I wasn't anticipating celebrating anything ever. It's been six, seven months, and I'm still not feeling right, and it's getting worse. Jenny cancels the party and even asks Jen to leave. So part is going to get emotional. I mean, it's just heartbreaking. Watching her in a time that should be 100% celebratory, you know, just sort of starting to fade. On the second day of Hanukkah, Jenny returns to the clinic. When Jenny came in to receive the results of the blood tests, I told her that I had some unfortunate news for her. She had a parasitic worm inside of her body. Jenny had a kinococcus. And I said, oh my God, is that inside me right now? Echinococcus granulosus is a parasitic tapeworm. Inside Jenny's body, the parasites cluster on her spleen, forming a large cyst. As the parasites multiply, the cyst grows, which causes the spleen to swell. The enlarged spleen causes her abdominal pain and leads to her nausea, vomiting, and blackouts. I was like, this is gross. It's almost like a horror movie, something taking over your body. Echinococcus can stay undetected in the body for up to 30 years. The parasitic cysts grow so slowly and gradually that the immune system doesn't pick up on their presence until the cysts become extremely large. But the danger comes when the cysts rupture. This causes the parasites to spread throughout the host's body. They can infect all the major organs, including the heart and the brain. If this cyst ruptured, she could die. The cyst could burst at any moment. The spleen could burst at any moment, both of which could be deadly. The deadly Iconococcus parasites have infected Jenny Taylor's spleen. She needed to have her entire spleen removed. On the last day of Hanukkah, she braces herself for surgery. I remember singing a prayer. The Shema is a prayer that's supposed to be the first prayer that you hear when, you, when you're born, and the last prayer that you say or hear when you die. It was good for me to have that inner peace with God. In the OR, doctors proceed with caution. The surgery would have to be done very delicately. 
if the surgeon were to have ruptured any of the cysts during the procedure, she could have died on the table. But doctors managed to extract the organ without rupturing the cyst. And they returned Jenny to the ICU. After surgery, Jen was there because I didn't get to celebrate Hanukkah. We got to celebrate the eight days of Jenny. She did eight little individual presents. They were all things to keep me through each day in the hospital. I don't think I've ever been happier in my life. The life cycle of echinococcus tapeworms begins in the intestines of a dog. There, the tapeworms release eggs through the dog's feces. Humans become infected with echinococcus cysts when they ingest food, water, or soil that contains contaminated dog's feces. This parasite is common in Africa, southern and eastern Europe, and the Middle East. Jenny believes she contracted echinococcus three years prior. I'd been to Israel and did kind of an adventure trip there. And when I was hiking, we filled up canteens off the side of a mountain. I guess the eggs of the parasite could have possibly been in the unfiltered water. A week later, Jenny leaves the hospital. Today, she has her health back, but her body is now more susceptible to infections. Living without a spleen, you have to take it easier a little bit more. But life is risky, and you're not going to live life without risks. It's more fun that way. Echinococcus is very rare in the United States, but has been reported in the American Southwest. In endemic regions, the best way to prevent infection with echinococcus parasites is by avoiding food or water that may have been contaminated with dog excrement. This Christmas was a horrible Christmas. I was speechless. Don and Manuel Becerra live in the picturesque community of Sun City, Arizona. We really like being in a place where we can be outside every day. Here's really quiet. It's, it's nice living. Don is a school teacher, and Manuel is a contractor. If you look at us as a couple, he makes sure everything's okay, and I make sure everything's fun. But we always make it work out, no matter what. And there's one thing Dawn greatly values. I am very independent. Although we do a lot together, I do a lot separately too. We've been through very, very difficult things, but having each other has helped us get on through every period. It's fall, and Dawn is at work. I started a new kindergarten class that year. We were teaching them the alphabet, all the wonderful little things you do in kindergarten. All of a sudden, I felt like there was scum, a gritty scum on my teeth. I was confused. I had no idea what was on my teeth. I immediately drank water, but it never went away. For the next month, Dawn carries on with work. One day, I brought the children outside for recess, and the sun really hurt my eyes. I didn't really think much of it. But I couldn't stay outside with the sun. I would put my head down, shut my eyes, and basically the other teacher had to take over for me. She leaves the schoolyard and takes ibuprofen. But Dawn's strange symptoms linger. And a month later, her family comes over for Thanksgiving dinner. That Thanksgiving was really special. 
I prepared turkey and cranberries and all those traditional foods. Dawn always loves to entertain, so she worked very, very hard to make the best for the relatives. But my head hurt and I wasn't used to getting headaches. I could barely keep my eyes open at dinner. My headache was starting to overtake everything. She was rubbing her head a lot. I said, I have to go to bed. I have a really bad headache. I'm so sorry. Everyone enjoy yourself. Dawn is not a complainer. So I was very concerned. After the visitors leave, Manuel goes to bed. It was around 12 o'clock at night. Suddenly the, the bed started shaking really bad. So I turned the lights on. I saw Dawn foaming from the mouth and her whole body was shaking really bad. And she was biting her tongue. I was really scared. So I called 911. Paramedics rushed to their house. The paramedic told me that Dawn was having a seizure. A seizure is the result of abnormal electrical activity in the brain and can manifest itself in the form of behavioral changes, hallucinations, and convulsions. I thought she was going to die. On the night of Thanksgiving, schoolteacher Dawn Becerra suffers a massive seizure. Paramedics stabilize Dawn and rush her to the hospital. A few hours later, she comes to. I didn't know where I was, and I didn't know what had happened. I was in this room in the hospital, and here's Manuel holding my hands and bent over me, staring in my face. That was the worst Thanksgiving on record. She told me that she loved me. Excuse me. She, she said, thank you for being there for... She said, uh, thank you for being there for me. That's what she said. Doctors keep Dawn in the hospital overnight and run numerous tests. The doctor didn't know why I had had seizures. I didn't have a diagnosis other than seizure disorder. So diagnosis of seizure disorder means you're going to have another seizure. They gave me anti-seizure medication and released me from the hospital. I couldn't just walk outside alone because I could fall anywhere. Dawn's life had changed. I had to be there for her. I was no longer a free agent. For a month, Dawn remains on anti-seizure medication. Then another holiday rolls around. This Christmas was a horrible Christmas. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't celebrate. And we pretty much isolated ourselves because a seizure could happen at any time to me. Christmas is very important in my culture. And we couldn't go to my relative's house. So it was very sad. So Don and Manuel stay at home. We were watching a movie that had flashing lights. Don kept saying no, 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 and started like shaking her fingers. My last memory was a movie and then nothingness. The seizure that she had was very, very long and violent. I was really scared because she was taking medicine 
And now she got another one. Manuel calls 911, and paramedics rushed on back to the hospital. There, neurosurgeon Dr. Richard Zimmerman takes over her case. Dawn had a serious medical condition that does need attention. Any seizure can be harmful. If they lose consciousness, they can clearly be in harm's way. Doctors run an MRI on Dawn's brain. We saw a mass in a part of the brain known to cause seizures. I was afraid I would die. I thought that was just what was going to happen. Doctors probed on to help identify the mysterious mass. She had a comprehensive workup for patients who have seizures. That includes lifestyle, travel history. I told the doctor that I'd been in Mexico, that I lived in Mexico. Having lived in Mexico was a clue that we knew what to look for. This helps lead doctors to a stunning diagnosis. The doctor said, you have a worm in your brain. She had a parasite. She had neurocystosarcosis. I completely lost my mind when he told me that. Neurocystosarcosis is caused by the tapeworm Tinea solium. A tapeworm larva migrates through Dawn's body and eventually reaches her brain. There, the parasite turns into a hardened cyst. Over time, the infection causes severe inflammation of the brain, leading to her light sensitivity, headaches, and life-threatening seizures. I was completely freaked out. I was speechless. Tinea solium have a brilliant defense mechanism. The encysted larvae secrete a chemical that helps them fly under the radar of the immune system. But after several years, the cysts die, and then they stop secreting that chemical. The immune system, in turn, recognizes the foreign bodies and launches a massive attack on the cysts, causing that area of the brain to become inflamed. The MRI reveals that the cyst is located in Dawn's frontal lobe. The frontal lobe has a lot of functions, including executive function, like thinking and calculating things, movement or language. That function could stop. I was devastated when I heard that. Hmm. I have not cried about this ever. I'm crying now. That's amazing. School teacher Dawn Becerra has a tapeworm cyst in her brain. To prevent massive damage to Dawn's cognitive functions, she must have brain surgery. And she must have it while she's awake. We did the surgery with her being awake while I was operating on her brain and having her speak to me so that we don't impact her speech negatively. They put a vice on my head that went through my skull because you can't move. Doing great, Don. So while you're operating on the brain and you start going into an area that is important, you will notice a change in the patient's ability to speak or move. The surgeon was in my brain working on me, and so we just had an ongoing discussion. 
For six hours, doctors delicately navigate through Dawn's frontal lobe. When we finally came to the cyst in Dawn's brain, we found it to be the size of a pea, a green pea. Dr. Zimmerman removes the cyst. I called her Tanya, Tatania Solium. That's where she got her name. That bitch was out of my head. <laughs> Doctors reattach her skull and wheel Dawn into recovery. Waking up and seeing one wall. Oh, okay. I I was so happy to see him and seeing how much he loved me. The Tinea solium parasite cycles between humans and pigs. Because of this, it's more popularly known as the pork tapeworm. When pigs consume contaminated human feces, the parasites migrate across the pig's body and form cysts. The parasite's life cycle continues when a human eats an infected pig that's raw or undercooked. But when humans consume contaminated feces, the eggs hatch into larvae that slip through the intestinal wall and form cysts inside the human's body. Pork tapeworm is found throughout much of the world, but is predominant in unsanitary conditions, particularly in much of Africa, Asia, and Latin America. Dawn believes she contracted the parasite three years earlier at a restaurant in Mexico. I said, I'm going to have tacos. Manuel said, don't eat that. It just looked strange. So I told her, let's not eat here. But I did. I believe it was the tacos. It could have been someone that had dirty hands that had the parasite on them. That one mistake was a lifetime's worth of pain and misery. Three days later, doctors discharged on. It's the best Christmas present Manuel could have wished for. I saw the difference, like, immediately. She was a different person. The seizures completely stopped. I have a few memory problems, and I did stop teaching. I can't remember dates and some of those things, but basically, I'm fine. I'm a free agent again. I'm independent. Life is very, very short, and I realize that. And, and um, I'm really fortunate for that. Pork tapeworm infections are relatively rare in the U.S. The parasite's most common in developing countries where sanitary conditions are lacking. Worldwide, the parasite affects approximately 50 million people. The CDC recommends that travelers to endemic regions make sure that all foods they consume be prepared in sanitary conditions and that pork always be fully cooked. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. 
It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.